And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in. It is the three and out pregame show. We are glad to be back for another football season. This is our second year doing the three and out pregame show. We are very excited to be back. I'm Joe Cagle. That's Zach Ross. That's John Davis Rawlings. Same as last year. Welcome back to the show. We've been excited. We've been talking about this for the last few weeks, getting everything ready. Um, Summer was pretty good, but it's time for fake fall and uh, real fall at some point. Zach, what about you, Summer? Uh, it's been great, you know. It's uh, we've we've had a pretty busy summer, um, building a house, oh, yeah. having a baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, baby on the way at least, and uh, you know. But football's here, and yeah. it starts with like SEC media days, yeah, and then it's uh, NFL preseason. Uh, you know, you're excited to kind of see something, but tonight it's 5:45 p.m. You're driving home from work, and the Wildcats play tonight. Can't wait. I'm so excited. And we got a little bit of football last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. John Davis, your summer. Um, have you have you seen the City Harbor yet? Have you been over there yet? A couple of times, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, between uh, volleyball, the City Harbor, and, and theater, I mean, it just went by. Yeah. You're a busy man. Went by super fast, and you look up, and it's August. Yeah, I know. August, the, we're sitting here August the 16th getting ready to play a Getting ready to play an actual football game tonight. It's uh, the nineteenth. It's the nineteenth. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> full disclosure, everybody. So Wednesday is my weekly visit with Coach Reese for the Coach Reese Show. Um, Tuesday, I didn't feel great. I felt good enough to do stuff. Uh, just really congested in my head. No COVID. Uh, but Wednesday, I woke up, man. I was dead. I wasn't doing anything. So I called Blake. I was like, man, I don't know what we need to do, but the last thing I need to do is get into a small room with Lance Reese and <laughs> oh, yeah. the bus <laughs> and the locker room infected with whatever I might have. Thankfully, I think it's just a sinus infection. I feel much better today, thankfully. But uh, Blake stepped in, interviewed Coach Reese for me, and it went really well. So uh, thanks to Blake for that. But I'm feeling better today. I'm ready to rumble. Uh, last night, the Arab football knots traveled to Albertville, and it was not close. My uh, my alma mater went up to Sand Mountain and got their first county win of the year. Agrab goes one and zero, forty six to seven. Is that correct? Forty seven to fourteen. Forty seven to fourteen. Yeah, pick six at the end. Excuse me. This um, is this is this is not your father's Arab Knights team, no. though. You know what <laughs> I mean? Arab <laughs> is good. Arab's good. Um, I knew they would be pretty good coming in. They lost their stud last year at quarterback, but Aiden Cox is a good quarterback. Oh yeah. Uh, for, and and Arab's got a lot of good pieces around him. Not to mention, Lee Osmond's a good coach. Well, let me um, let me just tell you from watching it, they are physical. Yeah, they are physical up front. Yeah, and uh, you know when eventually we're, we you know we take it one game at a time, and that's way down the schedule, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, far way away. But that is going to be yeah. a showdown when we get there. The Arab Night team is very very good. It's also not your father's Albertville team, John Davis. <laughs> I mean, there's man. trouble on the mountain. <laughs> man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know that they lost a lot last year, um, and I know that competing in 7A is tough, but Arab's not a 7A football team. 
Um, well, you know, apparently they they looked somewhat decent uh, mm-hmm. in their jamboree against Oak Mountain. Like uh, they, yeah. uh, so I, it's it's tough for them because I think they were thinking let's let's at least make it competitive. Right. And it was probably worse than it was the year before when it was what thirty five to zero at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they were thinking maybe you know we're, we're at least so, show signs of improvement, mm-hmm. and that's going to be tough. And for their coach. He he's got to make sure that they don't lose whatever confidence that they have, yeah. and and they they've got to build because it can go really south. It's a long when schedule when you're playing seven A. I mean, it really is, but especially in the region that they're in. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. So Arab gets their first win last night. Uh, tonight the Wildcats are traveling to Southside, which we all know. Uh, we all've played sports. We've all been around sports. Southside is not an easy place to go and win a game. I don't care if you're playing football, baseball, basketball. Uh, cricket. I don't care what you're going to play at Southside. It's not an easy place to win a football game. Um, and win win anything to win anything. And I and tonight too. I think what could throw a monkey wrench into things. The weather's going to be fine tonight, but it could be fine later. So we could yeah. be. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with a little bit of a late kick tonight. Yeah. Because the weather's supposed to be out of here by six thirty, six forty five. But if we get a lightning strike at six thirty. Yeah, it's thirty minutes is shut down. Yeah, so then you got to get out there and warm up again and yeah. all that kind of so thing. So it could be a seven thirty kick, which is a variable you got to deal with. Um, but Southside's a good football team, also. Yeah, I, I, I would be a little bit worried if we get a downpour and pot- yeah. potentially affecting the field because Gunnersville yeah. is going to rely a lot on speed, and so a mushy, muddy field, mm. you know, uh, could could potentially uh, even the playing field. Uh, do you, Do either one of you know about? Southside's field is it artificial or do they play on grass? Do y'all know? I don't think they're. I don't think it's artificial. I think it's grass. That, okay. The average Joe Sports Talk, yeah, that Facebook page. <laughs> if Southside had a artificial turf field, they would let us. We, know. Would, let we us. would know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. Well, I'll, I'm interviewing um, Southside's head coach today. You'll hear it in the show as well. I'll just ask him. Just ask him. I will. I'll just go ahead and ask him. Hey, what, what about the field over there? We're curious because. Um, that's been a big topic over here. He will uh, be. Re- he will probably be relieved of that with that question. Yeah, he probably. Will. <laughs> he probably never gets asked about the yeah. field. Miles <laughs> Miles Holcomb is uh, Southside's head coach name. He is in his second year at Southside, and he's got a pretty good team coming back. Uh, experienced quarterback coming back. Uh, they played six A last year, and they come down to five A this year. They're in Region Six. Well, so. And despite only being about what forty five minutes to an hour away, mm-hmm. we haven't played them since ni- nineteen eighty nine. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, it, it was a Gunnersville victory. I think we played them in '88 and '89, and, and won both games. I think I saw it was the Wildcats are six and four okay. overall yeah. against Southside. But to be so close, it is kind of odd that yeah. the two teams don't play. It's a it's a fun place to go. I remember um, when I was in high school at Arab, Southside and Arab were in the same region for about three years. So we we made that trip to Southside a few times. It's it's always a pretty cool place to go. Arab played them last year, right? And beat yeah, them beat yeah. them twenty four seven, something they did. like that. They did. Um Arab's back down in five A this year and in Gunnersville's region. So we'll talk about that later in the show. Uh really excited. Coach Reese is two wins away from getting his one hundredth career victory at Gunnersville, which is a stout, stout stat. So congrats to Coach Reese because I I mean I believe they're gonna get two wins this year. Um, so, so that that's very impressive on his end. Um, the winning, the winningest, the winningest <laughs> football coach in Gunnersville history, uh-huh. the goat. 
Well, this is Three and Out pregame show, guys. We are so excited to be back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to run down um, the Gunnersville roster. We're going to talk about the schedule, all kinds of stuff. So stick around. We will be right back. Sand Mountain Park represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats from the Marshall County Gas District. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Everyone's banking needs are different, but what's important to you may vary from close friends or even family members. That's why at Citizens Bank and Trust, we don't just talk about personal banking. It's a commitment we practice every day. You know your needs, and we know how to listen. That's a combination for great banking you don't find just anywhere. Find it at Citizens Bank and Trust, the small bank making a big difference, one customer at a time. Member FDIC. Hey folks, Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. The Electric Board of Gunnersville works hard to provide reliable electric service to our residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Please visit our website at gunnersvilleelectric.com for a variety of convenient bill pay options and let TVA's Energy Right Solutions help guide you on smarter options about the ways you use energy as well as tips on how to save money. Go Wildcats! From everyone at the Electric Board of Gunnersville. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Well, welcome again. It's the three and out pregame show. I'm Jeff Cagle, that's Zach Ross, and that is John Davis Rollins. Um, let's look at this Gunnersville football schedule for 2022. Uh, tonight, obviously, at Southside. Next week, Lawrence County at home. Been a while. Been a long time. Been a while since we played Lawrence County. Um, September 2nd, stay at home, Crossville. That's a region game. 
September 9th, go to Douglas. That's a region game. September 16th, you got Boaz at home. September 23rd, Buckhorn on the road. Uh, September 30th, Scottsboro on the road. That's a region game. October 14th, Arab on the road. They're off on October 7th. Uh, October 21st, Sardis, another home, another um, region game, which is also homecoming. And then October 28th, Albertville uh, to end the season. So of those, you know, which, which ones kind of jump off the schedule at you? Well, it's it's kind of fun to see us playing uh, Scottsboro again. Yeah, you know that that yeah. that was especially in the eighties and nineties. That was a huge rivalry. Those two schools. I mean, there, it was the games were always fairly even, um, tough physical battles. So it's fun to get get them back on the schedule, um, and it's interesting to see a team like Buckhorn uh-huh. on there. Um, uh-huh. You know, uh, I know through the years we've we've had some. Typically, the I guess the non-region games are are typically uh, Albertville, and we've had when Arab wasn't in our region, we've had them, and when Boaz isn't in our region, we've had them. We've had a lot of local schools. It's nice to see us step out and and get some new names. Lawrence County, long time no see. Yeah. Buckhorn, long time no see. Um, and then have Scottsboro back on the schedule. That's that's just cool to me. I just I love seeing those those long-standing rivalries pick back up. Yeah, it, to me, it's the Scottsboro game. I remember in 06 when we played Scottsboro, we were getting beat. Uh-huh. And then downpour started, and it just flipped. Yeah. I remember. Uh, we the, won uh, that game in the mud. It To me, what's what I love about going to Scottsboro is it's one of those, if, you don't, if you're not familiar, it's one of those campuses where the, the campus is separate from the football stadium. And I'm glad they did that because – that, that field over there is awesome. It is cool. And when you, you part downtown, it's like something straight from a Rick Bragg novel. You know, <laughs> and everybody's walking from downtown, going to the game. It's it's really cool. Um, but I, I'm with y'all. Having Scottsboro back on the schedule, not only on the schedule, but a region game, right. I think it's awesome. Uh, I, I love the region itself. Uh, you've got, I mean, look at all the county team. you got Douglas, Boaz, Arab, all – our county teams as well as region right. opponents, which I think is awesome. Um, even if they weren't region opponents, the thing I like about these coaches in Marshall County, they all get together and they make sure they play each other, right? Um, which I think is really neat. I don't, you don't see that in many other counties. Douglas on the road. I mean, Douglas, let's talk about this region for a second. I don't know if Scottsboro is going to be better than they were. La- they weren't great last year. Of course, they were competing in 6A. I think we all know that Arab's going to be pretty good. I don't know. I could just see to to me. It's it's uh you you kind of cross off crossful. Obviously, yeah. I don't I don't really think Lawrence County is gonna is gonna uh, challenge for the region championship, but they might be good enough to sneak a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, Sardis, not sure if they're gonna really be up there competing. New coach. So it's it's really between those local schools: Douglas, yeah. Boaz, Arab, Scott, and then Scottsboro. That's just right over. Um, and, and Jackson County really competing for those playoff spots. And that that's fun. Like you said, uh-huh. having all these local teams fighting for playoff spots. And, you know, who's going to go – who's going to be the uh, the unlucky dog that has to go on the road in uh, November to you Probably know, Pleasant Grove or Ramsey or yeah. whoever. I mean, the way I see it shaking out, Gunnersville, Arab, Boaz, and probably Douglas. I mean, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Douglas – Gets back into it, that four spot. It depends on how Scottsboro makes that transition, yeah. and if they're if if it's 
that they were just a weak 6A team, but when they come down to 5A, they're going to be a lot better. That's I mean, true. That, that does. Uh, Brandon Lyles has got it going on, though, man. He does. Yeah, man. he does. He, he, no, he's a great, great coach. And they got Cliff Mitchell over there with him and everything. They're all they're all hometown Douglas guys. I just think it's awesome that, um, that you know, Coach Lyles has, has done what he's done at Douglas. I think it's um, – it's really impressive. They haven't reached their full potential. And that's no. the thing that makes it so scary is they 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 continue to get better year after year and if they make a if they make a leap from last year where they snuck in and got a playoff spot, yeah. they could be competing with A-Rab and Gunnersville yeah. for that. Well, I've told people before, if you don't know anything about high school football, you went to a Douglas home game, you'd think it was like a top 5 team. <laughs> it's packed. Yeah. I mean, it's the, that concession stand, man. man I'm telling we you. We talk about it every year. Yep. Well, we get them. We get to go there this year. So what do we get? Pork chop sandwich, something like that. Yeah, the concession stand. I mean, it's just so, so clutch. You know, you I take know. it for granted. <laughs> I told Boaz's uh, soccer coach because they do tacos on this like large, oh, um, like, like Blackstone kind of thing. Like street tacos. Yeah, street tacos. Oh, and I God. said, I said, I told him this last year. I said, if we're not in the same region, I, w- we will come up here. Because he gave me free tacos last year. Oh, yeah. I said, we will come up here. We'll play on the road if we're not, you know, sharing a region. Because region you play totally home and away. Yeah. Uh, I said, we'll come up here because, you know, I just love the tacos that Totally much. worth it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, let's give the uh, Gunnersville JV uh, boys some love. So, on August the 22nd, the JV will travel to Douglas. On the 29th, they get Sardis at home. September the 6th. They'll travel to Arab. Uh, September the twelfth, they'll be at home against New Hope. They'll go to Bo. No, they have Boaz at home on the nineteenth. Uh, they get Albertville on the road on the twenty-sixth, and they end the year with Scottsboro on October the third. All games uh, for the JV are on Mondays at six. So that's a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and JV is important. Uh, we, we're seeing right now. I remember covering kids that were on the JV team that are going to be big-time players this year Yeah, um, for Gunnersville, Antonio Spurgeon, Julian it's, Jordan. It's invaluable. I mean, yeah. I look at it from my perspective as a coach of a soccer program, but we're, we're so much better from having a JV. Yeah. And we get to, you know, develop those kids um, a lot earlier on than we would have otherwise. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it's so invaluable. And then, you know, obviously you try to create – uh, you try to do sort of the same system, the same things that you do on varsity, so that when yeah. they make that transition, they're already ready to go. They know the plays it. and they know you know the system. And they're doing it all the way down to the to the peewee level. Um, right. The little league yes. here is very good too. So we'll give those guys some love as we go into the season. Uh, we're very excited this year to have a new sponsor for the show. It's the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. I know you've heard about it. I know you've been there. It's awesome. Unbelievable facility. Uh, September the 2nd, we got Black Jacket Symphony coming. Doing rumors. Fleetwood Mac, very excited about that. But uh, we had a sit-down with Scott Smith from Sam Mountain Park. And if you've not met Scott or talked to Scott, um, you'll immediately realize that uh, this dude is full of energy and loves his job. So I hope you enjoy the interview with Scott. We'll be right back. All right. Joining us now, Mr. Scott Smith. Marketing and Partnership Director at Sam Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Scott, I know y'all had a big announcement this week, and it's going to be something that this area has never had before. And I know you guys are pleased to talk about it. Scott, won't you tell us a little bit about what y'all have coming to this area? Yeah, Blake, I'd, I'd love to talk about it. We're very excited to announce that we have a, uh, we're bringing the largest real ice rink uh, 
um, to North Alabama, in, in North Alabama. We'll have that in the Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albemarle. Um, it will be 100, 100 by 40, and we'll hold up to 375 ice skaters at one time. Um, not only will we have ice skating you know, on the bit largest rink, but we'll have the cheapest ticket around as well uh, compared to Chattanooga, Huntsville, Birmingham. Our ice rink is bigger, and it's cheaper. So, hey, in, in Sand Mountain, we try to do everything big. <laughs> that's, that's one thing that uh... – that jumped out at me about this is uh, just a unbelievable value to uh, to go up there and experience something like that. So, you guys will be opening. It looks like uh, mid November sometime. November eighteenth. We'll run November eighteenth through January sixth. And that's so it's a good little good little chunk of time there. We're excited to have you know as many many people as we can have during that time. We're also going to offer you know things like the public skate sessions, private parties, church youth group events, school field trips, birthday parties, corporate uh, events, rentals, that kind of deal. Uh, we'll have a 36 foot uh, Christmas tree as well that will have a, a nightly light show. So that is awesome. uh, I'm just as excited as probably a lot of the kids are. <laughs> and tell everybody. Um, who's been up there uh, for some of these events and concerts, I, I guess y'all are going to have it literally in the amphitheater spot. Yeah, in the pit. If you've been to the amphitheater, so sure. we have a lawn section, then we have a box section. In the bottom section leading up to where the artists are usually at uh, is what we call the pit. And it's a large concrete area. We'll have that. You won't even be able to recognize it. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll have it completely turned into, you know, it'll be a miracle on ice. <laughs> and I, I, what I would uh, remind the listeners here, it's going to be opening on November 18th. So that's going to be right around the Iron Bowl. I think that is a week before the Iron Bowl. So just go ahead and make a mental note. Is, is right when that time of the year comes around, you'll uh, be able to, uh, to go up there and experience something brand new for this area. So let's talk about uh, if you don't, don't really have your own skates or uh, equipment like that, what can we do? So basically, our prices we start we'll start out at twelve dollars per person. That covers skate skates, all that kind of deal. That if you don't have your own skates, obviously it covers the whole deal. If you have your own skates, it's six dollars per person. So twelve dollar ticket again. That'll be the cheapest ticket you can find anywhere. Cheaper than Chattanooga. Cheaper than Huntsville. Cheaper than Birmingham. Sure. And again, hey, we got the biggest best ice rink around. So uh, for bang for your buck, you won't be able to beat Sand Mountain Skate. And I think it's just going to be the perfect little holiday. Uh, treat for the holiday season i guess we would say um santa claus appearances movie showings i guess we can expect some frozen i'm not <laughs> sure what's on the docket there but will, i'm sure that sounds uh that sounds right along right along the lines of maybe what they'll be looking at those, awesome. are, those are above my pay grade that's right that's right <laughs> and tell us a little bit about the uh the membership thing if you're a uh if you're already a member at sam mountain park uh what are the perks to this yeah, we, we will also offer special members-only skate nights that will come with a discounted rate. So if you're a member currently, uh, Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, you will obviously be able to obtain that discount. If you are not a member, I encourage you to become a member. It's an amazing place. We have, you know, tons of things for kids and family to do, very clean environment, uh, 130 acres. We have inside, outdoor. We have fitness center, basketball courts, aquatics, outdoor water park, amphitheater. We got you covered. So, uh, you know, definitely a great place to be a member. I, I'm, I'm a member, and I love it. And uh, we've, we've been up there for a lot of concerts, and you just can't beat that for this area. It's it's wonderful. We've uh, Every time I bring somebody new up there for the first concert, they're just blown away. Everything is first class, and like you said, just, you know, so brand new and clean, and just everything's perfect, it seems like, up there. Well, we sure appreciate it, Blake. We enjoy having you guys out. 
All right, and lastly, we've uh, tell us a little bit about what we can enjoy up there as far as concessions and that whole thing. Uh, well, we will we will offer within the amphitheater uh, within the Sand Mountain Skate. We'll offer concessions and bars that will be available uh, during public skate times, and that will be you know your general concessions. I'm I'm not over food and beverage. Uh, Amy Whiteside, our director, she does a great job, so I'm sure the the layout for that will be outstanding. And then, like I said, we'll have both concessions and bars. Uh, admission into the amphitheater, just, you know, if you want to come watch people fall down, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> but, but yeah, not only not only will you, can you come in and watch people fall down, you can pay to fall down, or you can get the concessions and, and, uh, and bars as well. And it's going to be a great environment. We're really looking forward to having, you know, be a, be a lot of fun family time. Good deal, Scott. The largest ice rink in North Alabama coming to Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater opening November the 18th of this year. We'll have it in, in just about three months from today. We'll be opened up there. And oh. I, I could also like to plug the uh, Facebook page. Well, you can find the, uh, the new Sand Mountain Skate Facebook page at Sand Mountain Skate. Uh, we'd love for you to follow us, like us, make sure you turn on uh, notifications. Awesome, Scott. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, mark your calendars, the largest ice rink in North Alabama coming November 18th. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Blake. Appreciate you having us. Sand Mountain Park represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. 
Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. It's football time in Alabama. Our students are learning big American lessons. You can start with your God-given talents, and through practice, hard work, and sacrifice, you have the ability to become champions. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. May God bless all of our students representing our high schools during this season, and may God bless the United States of America. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back into the three and out pregame show. We are now going to talk to Miles Holcomb, head coach of the Southside Panthers. Hope you enjoy. And we're joined now by Southside head coach Miles Holcomb. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. I know you got to be excited to get another season going. Oh uh, yes, sir. I mean, you know, you you work so long, and and you know, the build up to to get to the to week one and kind of get ready to get going, and uh, it makes it even better when you get a chance to compete against a quality program like Gunnersville. Going into your second season now, and at uh, Southside, just tell me a little bit about how it's been so far. I know it's a really unique community over there, and it's it's had to have been a pretty fun job for you so far. Oh, it has been. I mean, you know, going into anything, I think the biggest thing. Uh, especially in the situation that we were in when we came in, and um, you know we're the kind of the, the third group in three years. I mean, it takes a little bit of time to earn trust from you know your players and, and the community, and pretty much really everybody that's invested uh, and involved in it. It just you know there's two things we, we talk about two things that it takes to time and consistency, uh, and you can't rush either one of those two things. You know, so that's uh, that's something that, that that we're still working towards. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a I guess a, a process to get there, but it's it's a fun process, you know. Um, we have some good kids. We got a great we got great community support. Um, so uh, it has its own special challenges, uh, but uh, we're we're excited about it. You know, uh, uh, going dropping from from six to five, I think everybody uh, has has high expectations, but. When you look at, at the region as a whole, we feel like that this may be, you know, a tougher region, a tougher schedule uh, this year than we even had the last two years. Coming back this year, um, you got you got a, quite a bit of experience coming back, especially at the quarterback position. Just talk a little bit about your roster and uh, what we can expect from you guys tonight. You know, we do have uh, offensively. We're bringing back some guys that that you know played some last year. Obviously, Gage is back at quarterback, which for him uh, in this system and our offensive system in year two is is a big deal. Uh, he's just more comfortable. You can just kind of tell how how all of our guys, whether it's you know whether it's Gage, whether it's Cody, um, whether it's our, our center Jacob Strunk, and then the guys we bring back on the offensive line, like all of them are, you know, they're just they just feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, than, than we did at this point in time last year. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, we're young. We're, we're a young group on defense. Uh, we're, we're a little bit inexperienced on defense, but we got a bunch of great guys that uh, that work hard and that do what they're coached to do. And, um, you know, so, and, and, you know, we feel like we, we bring back, you know, a veteran guy on each level uh, on defense. You know, our defensive front, you know, is kind of anchored by Gerard Harden who was the Etowah County Defensive Player of the Year last year. You know, and then at linebacker, we bring back Titan Rich, who was our leading tackler on the team. 
Uh, and at safety, we bring back Cole Garrett, who's a, a kid who's only a sophomore, but you know started uh, nine games last year. And then um, at corner, we bring back Smiley Jones, who you know had a couple interceptions last year, and uh, we feel like is going to be you know all these guys are leaders in their own you know respective units, and so. Um, it, it helps us, but you know, at the same time, we're still breaking in like seven brand new guys. Uh, and so, with that being said, it's there's going to be some give and take. You know, it's going to be some growing pains, but they're going to play hard. I know that uh, they're excited to play. They're excited to compete against somebody other than other than Southside. So, um, you know, that part's going to be fun. So tell us, uh, you know, from. <laughs> From my perspective, I, I get to see this team, this Gunnersville team, quite a bit. So I always like to hear the perspective from from the other side. So when you when you watch the film on Gunnersville, what do you see? What stands out? Well, I mean, I think their size number one. Um, that's the first thing that that sticks out is is how big they are up front. You know, on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, with Coach Reese, uh, my brother played for Coach Reese uh, oh, wow. in high school. So you know, I I know the quality of program that he. Uh, that he puts together and so you know that's that brings its own special challenge uh for for preparing for those guys but you know uh, different quarterback different running back but they're both still uh, they're both still explosive they're both playmakers both athletic um i mean when your quarterback played you know a roll down safety the year before then you obviously know he's a tough kid and you don't mind to you know to mix it up in there and so uh, obviously i'm sure those guys respect him you got um you bring back, you know, two receivers that uh, can both make plays for you down the field. Uh, the running back's explosive. He's a dynamic kid. Um, you know, so uh, we're going to have our hands full. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Defensively, I mean, when you look at, at, at what Gunnersville does, I mean, they're they're exactly what, what you know, I would assume Coach Reese wants them to be. They're tough. They're physical. They tackle well in space. They force you to uh, continue to snap the football. They don't give up too many big plays. And, um makes it hard to, to sustain a consistent drive against them because that's you know I know he's a he's a defensive guy and he loves it and you know you can tell those the, the kids that play on defense they buy into they buy into what you know what he's trying to build and what he has built you know he's not trying to anymore I mean his record speaks for itself I think mean, he's what 98 37 yep. as a head coach there and so you know anytime you can get right win 100 ball games that that tells you a little bit about uh, the level of program that you're trying to prepare for so um, it's a fun challenge. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a good football game. We feel like it'll be a really good football game. Uh, we hope it'll be a good football game. And, uh, but one thing about this place is, you know, that people are going to come out, rain, rain, shine, whatever oh, yeah. the case may be. They're going to come to Barney Hood and they're going to they're going to show up. And, you know, I know Gunners are going to travel well, so uh, we're excited about we're excited about the opportunity. Coach, we really appreciate the time. Best of luck this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that was Southside head coach Miles Holcomb. He's in his second year at Southside, and I think he's got a pretty good team this year. Um, but I'll tell you who's got a really good roster, that's the Gunnersville Wildcats. We got to see uh, a little bit of this roster in action last Friday night as Gunnersville took on New Hope in a jamboree. Now, I'll preface this by saying New Hope is not exactly Ramsey by any means, uh, but it was still it was still a team on the field that, wasn't wearing a Gunnersville jersey, and Gunnersville absolutely dismantled him. I love this backfield. Antonio Spurgeon at quarterback, C.J. Gomer at running back, and then Julian Jordan at running back. That's a two-headed monster that I love. Three-headed monster. Three-headed, yeah, because <laughs> that's the difference. I, 
I have said, I've said since last week, I think this offense will be better than last year's offense. Right. We've got we've got three guys all with speed, all with change of direction, athletes. We're finally going to get to see Gomera and what he's got because he's been behind Pate for so long. He's gained a lot of weight too. Coach Cahill said he's put on a bunch of weight. He said he's up to close to two hundred. I think so. Cahill I mean, said he's put on a bunch of weight. So you've got you've got three directions, right? You've got left, right, up the yeah. middle, and you got three guys, and one of them's going in one of those directions. The question is, who's going to have the ball? Yeah, so, exactly. So it, it is a tough one. And to me, though, with all that speed, with all that talent, you got Fusell and Can- Kennedy, uh-huh. that wide receiver, catching the ball, and they've got tons of experience. Um, Evan Taylor, another guy, tons of experience. But if if the tackles, if the line – yeah, can can you know, good one. give them the opportunity, and I really like I really like the tackles, uh, Joe, yeah. uh, Bauckham and Langford. They're guys with some experience. Bauckham, you know, kind of played played a, a little bit on defense too, but step at huge guy. He's got D one size. Oh, those are two um, college guys. Those yeah, are two guys that are play at the next a- level. Absolutely, yes. And McCormick, his his older brother plays yeah. at uh, Huntington, right? And no, no, he's a, he's actually going to be in a. I believe he's an assistant. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's man. It's been yeah, time so flies, doesn't gra- it? Yeah, he graduated. <laughs> but it's awesome having him on the sideline. Uh, uh, Antonio Spurgeon. This is a guy that everyone loves. He's been around the program forever, and everybody loves him. It's it's hard not to. Yeah. And what I like about him, last year he knew obviously he's not going to be quarterback, and he went to the coaching staff and said, "I want to play. Where can I play?" That's awesome. So he shifted to defense. Yeah. You know, he's put in the time, he's put in the work, and now yeah. he's where he wants to be um, at quarterback. I think the, the there's two X factors to me. One is the offensive line, mm-hmm. how they mesh together. We finally have a whole line of upperclassmen, which we haven't had in a very long time. And then how can we get Fusell the ball? Because we know that he's going to be bracketed, doubled the entire time. How yeah. can we get him the ball? Because he's, to me, he's the deep, the deep threat. Definitely, and then you got, to me – uh, Sam Kennedy is your is your Hunter Ripfro. Yes, I mean this team. We just call him Third and Kennedy. Yeah, because that kid, he, <laughs> you like it? Yeah, that was good. Because <laughs> they call they call Ripfro Third and Ripfro at Oakland or Las yeah. Vegas. I am never going to be able to call the Las Vegas Raiders the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. They are the Oakland Raiders and the Chargers are San Diego. <laughs> never mind. Let's talk about the offensive line real quick. I just want to name these guys: McCormick, uh, McCormick, Lankford, Tay Armour. Kate Alton, Royce Balkum, Ethan Pass. It's a good group. It's a really good group of offensive linemen. And when you got the backfield that they've got, I don't know, man. I just, I just really think this is going to be one of the better offenses we've seen in a in a long time. I, I Not do. a long time. Twenty twenty was unreal. I do too. And a big part of it, like you said, starts in the backfield because yeah. you're talking about bracketing or doubling Fusell. Okay, well, we send Kennedy over the middle. You've got Evan Taylor and Michael Rath that have both had a lot of experience playing. You've got those guys running uh, routes, and you got three guys in the backfield that can can make people miss, yeah. that have speed, and you saw it against New Hope, and I think you'll see it more as the season progresses. You're going to have to pick your poison with this Wildcat team. You're going to have to say, are we going to stop the pass, and you know maybe sort of let them run a little bit, or are we going to load up the box mm-hmm. and trust our cornerback or our safety with few cells? It's in the definitely day? a pick your poison with the offense. What I like about Antonio. When he and they're doing much of the same stuff that they've been doing for the last several years, uh, you know, QB rolling out of the pocket, finding guys on the run. But what I like about Antonio's game is he's not 
he's not run. If he takes off running, it's not because I guess I have to. This dude going downhill. It's a running back coming downhill. So you've really got you really really put a lot of stress on linebackers when you have these three guys in the backfield. And have you have you seen him on a basketball court? <laughs> like yeah. I wouldn't want to tackle that guy. I yeah, can tell you yeah. that. Yeah, I was down. Yeah, I was down on the field um, for the jamboree, and I got to talk about Julian Jordan. Well, C.J. Gomera too. C.J. Gomera looks like a different player from last year to this year. Coach Cahill was not. He was not exaggerating when I talked to him uh, a few weeks ago. C.J.'s put on a lot of weight, and Julian, whew, man, he tore off a 47-yard run against New Hope, and he got. I was watching it. It was coming straight towards me. He got to the line of scrimmage. Made his read, made his cut, and gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dudes in the secondary for New Hope watched him as he passed. And Coach Cahill actually came up to me. He goes, did you see that second year? I said, <laughs> yeah. It is a it is a bolt when uh, Julian Jordan gets going. So, I'm excited about this offense. And then they, excited about the defense, too. They used to have thunder and lightning at USC. You know, yeah. Back in Pete Carroll's. This is like lightning and lightning. Well, this kind, it kind of reminds <laughs> me of uh, – uh, um, a better phrase. Keith but. Keith Marshall and Todd Gurley. Right. Gershel. Yes. yes. When they had Gershel at <laughs> Georgia. Uh, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, I'm excited about this defense, too, though. E.J. Havis going to be the signal caller for the defense. And, man, he looked good Friday night. He's confident. Um, he commands the attention of that team. To me – And he's a number change with him. He's number 10 now. Yeah. That listed 20. Yeah. Um, it's he's number ten now. Yeah, to me he's uh you know, he's that Jarrell Williamson kind of presence out there. Uh just excited about the defense too. I think they've got and, uh, yeah, and a lot of youth in that linebacking core. Yes. I'm looking I'm seeing sophomore, sophomore, junior, junior. Yeah. Um and so but, but a lot of athleticism there too. For sure. For sure. Well, tonight is the night where you're gonna kick the season off at Southside. We're gonna take one more break. When we come back, we are going to visit with Coach Reese, and then we'll have one more segment, and then we'll send it to the field to let uh, Greg and Jeff take it over. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. Sand Mountain Park represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus, car washes, laundromats, and storage units. Want to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season? Stop by any of our laundromats, car washes, boat and RV storages, or storage facilities in Boaz, Aberville, New Hope, and Gunnersville. Don't forget to bring your laundry for drop-off wash and fold service at either one of our locations in Finley Plaza or on the corner of Blen Avenue and Highway 227 for $1.25 a pound. 
We wish all the student-athletes all the best tonight. Go Wildcats. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm and Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Our good folks at Foodland wish nothing but the best for the GHS Wildcats. Pride to again sponsor the Coach Lance Reese show. Prior to the ball games throughout the season, folks shouldn't depend on us for values to stretch your family's food budget at Foodland. Come shopping with us this weekend. Go Wildcats, go from the Foodland folks. All right, welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us again. I know all the Wildcat fans are looking forward to this, kicking off this 2022 season over here in Southside tonight. Do a little recap on that Jamboree game last week, New Hope, 56 to nothing. Uh, I know how that's sort of a, maybe a glorified scrimmage a little bit, but you got to be proud of the way the team came out and played, especially uh, so many new starters there. Yeah, with seven uh, new starters on both sides of the ball, it's important to uh, get as many reps as possible and let them gain confidence in themselves and their teammates gain confidence in them. So uh, uh, fairly pleased with what we saw. Uh, everybody that dressed out got to play. And, you know, everybody's been working hard since uh, June out there running in the summer. So for them to get out there and uh, get under the lights and get in, it was uh, really important. Offensively, we had a lot. We got seven new starters I mentioned before. So uh, I thought Antonio did well in his first uh, start at quarterback. And then uh, we got a couple running backs, C.J. Gomera and Julian Jordan, that uh, that played well. You got you got to feel good for a guy like C.J. He spent three years playing behind Logan Pate, and we know what kind of player he was. But uh, just kept working hard, got in the weight room, and then he scored our first touchdown. So feel really good about C.J. Also had three new starters on the offensive line, and that group's really worked hard. So they're kind of getting better every week. So. Uh, just proud of that offensive group as a whole. And going back over the defense, I know your old defensive coach, uh, E.J. Havis, really just stood out to everybody I talked to. Uh, 
sort of a, the QB of the defense, I guess you say. And I know he, he stepped into that role last year, but uh, talk about how he's just sort of taking that next step. Yeah, EJ was kind of thrown into the fire last year as a sophomore and started that uh, Hanley game and really got better every year. And, and this year we've kind of made, like you said, we've made him the signal caller. And uh, it's kind of tough on a guy on defense because you get the signal, but then you could see a formation we weren't ready for or if they really go fast pace, you just got to call it on your own. So super proud of EJ stepping into that role, and uh, he's done well. We had seven seven other new guys that, uh, for the most part, uh, ran to the football well. So uh, that's what we're looking for, and uh, we're going to have to have another great effort on defense this week. And uh, I want to mention Brandon Fusell, the old veteran back there. It seems like he's a 10th-year starter. Uh, I think he had a, a pick last, last, uh, last Friday there, and – uh, talk about just having a veteran back there to anchor that the back of that defense. Yeah, it's important that you've got a safety uh, that you can trust. And, and Fusell's a four-year starter, so uh, having him back there, if somebody does break one, he's he's a really good tackler, and he also had an interception that returned all the way for a touchdown. So yep. having him is important. We actually got him out of the game after the first quarter. I told the coaches I feel like I know what Brandon can do. So we got him out early and uh, let some – let some young guys get some playing time out there at his position. One more guy I wanted to single out, Avery Clifton. He was just last year on special teams, uh, really made a name for himself. I know I remember we must have called his name so many times, and I, I think he came out and uh, kind of kept it going last Friday too. Yeah, Avery's playing Mike for us, and he is a sophomore. So we've got two younger guys in there, and he, like you said, he really gets the ball well. And then Cal Bearden's our senior inside linebacker. So – uh, overall, the defense is not as big as it was last year, but we've probably got a little more speed and athleticism. So uh, that's a good thing. So we're going to have to mix up our fronts and probably bring a little more pressure than we did last year. But, uh, you know, whatever it takes to get a stop is what we'll do. And moving on to Southside tonight, um, you know, I know this is going to be a different-looking team than what we saw in New Hope last week. Um Talk about and, and we. I was putting together the rosters and the spotter cards, and uh, they they look like they've got a pretty big squad over there. Uh, just anything that kind of jumps out on the page about them? Uh, yeah, they were six A last year, so they they just dropped to five A. And Miles Holcomb is their uh, is their coach. He had been at Cross before, so I've I've known Miles for a while. Uh, they got a number of people coming back. I know they're really excited about uh, their offensive line, their offense as a whole. Their their quarterback is. Um, a junior, he's 6'3", 190, really, uh, he can really throw the ball well. Um, they've got they've got confidence in all of their receivers. Probably their, their leading receiver is number one, Cody Roberts, 6'1", 180. He can go get the ball. Uh, they've got uh, a number of guys, 260-plus on the offensive line. So uh, that'll be – that'll put a lot of pressure on our defensive front. And then uh, defensively, they are super aggressive. Uh they like to bring more than you can block. They're going to get in man coverage. That's something that's uh, kind of given us some difficulties in the past, so we're going to have to do a better job of picking up that pressure. Antonio's going to have to trust his offensive line, get his head up the field, and make those passes when he needs to, but we've also got to establish the run. You mentioned their offensive line, and, and, uh, and it's going to be a test for our defense line going against them. Uh, are we Have we changed up something on a little bit different look on defense this year? Yeah, last year we went to a four-man front. This year we're more 3-3 three, three, uh, as we had been in years past. And it's pretty simple. Last year we had four big D linemen, and this year we felt like we had three linebackers that can play. So yep. to me, it's all – in high school football, it's all about getting your best 11 out there, and we've got to be flexible enough in our schemes to be able to do that. So uh, 
We did that. Then offensively, we also did a few things we hadn't done in, in a while. We played a, a tight end uh, in, in Gus Harris, and then we played. We got two back with a blocking back, Carter Britt. So uh, good to get those guys in there. Kind of gives the defense multiple multiple looks. But with Antonio being a, a quarterback that's a dual threat runner and a passer, we've had those a few years ago. The past few years have been primarily passing quarterbacks and obviously paid at running back. So. Going to see some different looks on offense, and hopefully it'll uh, have the same result, get us in the end zone. One thing I wanted to mention, um, all the fans making the drive over this afternoon, uh, we are no longer using the GoFan to get tickets. Uh, I think they made a change this year. You may be a little bit familiar. Is it called S2 Pass? Is that the new new website to get your tickets? Yeah, I believe that's what we're using at home, and I think they're also going to have walk-up tickets available. But okay. if you're making the trip to Southside, Southside's still using GoFan. Okay. And uh, Coach Holcomb did say they would also have tickets available for people that would you know more comfortable purchasing them like that. All right, good deal. I think it may be a little wide out for the – for the Wildcat fans making that trip tonight. Yeah, our, our uh, students were real active last week. I'm sure they'll turn out this week. I uh, thought our band and cheerleaders did a good job, so looking forward to seeing them on the road with us. It, it should be a good night of football. All right, Coach, we appreciate the time, and uh, I know there's a lot of a lot of Wildcat fans looking forward to kicking this 2022 season off, so uh, we'll all be there, and uh, we're looking forward to it. All right, thank you, Blake. On behalf of the good folks at Foodland across from the high school, nothing but the best to the cats for a successful 2022 season. It is a joy to be a part of the broadcast, as we always are at Foodland. Folks, come see us, come save with us at Foodland. And we thank you for shopping with us. We're across from the high school, Foodland. Gunnersville Softweed Shopping Center. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. That was our weekly visit with Coach Reese. Thanks to Blake for stepping in for Sick Joe. I didn't want to get Coach Reese sick. I didn't want to get the rest no. of the team sick. Um, feeling better today though so don't mind getting me and john davis potentially sick i don't have anything (laughs) i'm fine i think it's a sinus infection okay there's probably something that's that's the problem it's fake a lot of us think yeah yeah instead of going and figuring it out it's i did figure it out i know it's not covid okay that's gonna make monkey pox pox. (laughs) (laughs) it's not whatever else we're supposed to be scared of this week i'm good uh i think it's something to do with sinuses anyway our last segment before we throw it to Jeff and Greg in Southside. So, want to talk a little bit more about the defense. Um, we didn't get to talk too much about them the last segment. So, let's just run down some of the players we're looking forward to seeing uh, this year on defense. Uh, you got to start with Cole Bryan up front, right? I mean, I think we could probably spend about an hour talking about him and his leadership and his spirit there he's one of those guys you know a lot of a lot of this comes from just like perspective from coaching another sport I I, I would be worried about like with my players like oh their girlfriend broke up with them how are they gonna be this week you know they gonna be there mentally he's one of those guys I think if his girlfriend broke up with him he might play better right you know what I mean like, like good one just, less thing he's just he's just a leader <laughs> and spirited and when he gets on that field like you can tell like yeah. man he brings it and he just he rallies not only 
his troops on the field. He rallies the fans. They he gets everybody into it. Just five eight two twenty. He's probably a little bit bigger than two twenty to be honest with you. But uh, um, he sets the tone up there at that defensive tackle, that nose guard spot. He's got that. Uh, I like to call it that Harrison Skinner bounce about him. Yes, y'all remember him on the yes. sideline back in the day. And that's yeah. he <laughs> was I mean, fun to watch when he when he's on. Like and he's bring he brings it not just in terms of his play on the field but just his leadership and his spirit. Uh, the whole I remember last year against Fairview on the road we're not playing well in the first half. Oh but yeah, man, with him like he was in people's faces. He was getting you know and and we once he started doing that the whole. Uh, uh, just mentality of the team shifted, yeah. and we started to call back. We ended up winning the game. So he's a big – I mean, just a big leader for me on that team up front. Yeah. Uh, some really good pieces in the secondary. Fusel being one of them. Evan Taylor and Date Peterson coming in as if a it, If it's a ball within 10 yards either way, yeah, he, Brandon can get there. It's insane. Yeah, it's a lengthy – it's a lengthy secondary. And that pick sure. six he had last week, there was nothing – there was no – the refs threw that flag, man. Oh, was, yeah. There was no – penalty on that oh yeah i forgot about that you know, people always say like oh it's like having a point guard on defense whatever he's a literal point guard on defense. yeah yeah for <laughs> he's sure. a, he runs the basketball team and now he's out there he's running the running the secondary yeah he's got that mindset for sure uh we talked a little bit about ej um in the last segment but i really like ej ej is another one of those guys he's like cole they've got two two really good vocal leaders on defense which is great to see on defense at any, any point because these guys are not going to just gonna stay to their defensive unit. They're gonna they're gonna hop around to the whole team, and that's another thing that Coach Reese has talked about in the preseason. He's talked about how much this team they like each other. There is no there's no drama this year. I guess we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Those that know know. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no drama this year, and uh, I think that's what they're all excited about. So, what do you think about tonight? Um, I, well, when you look at a first game of any, any season, I mean, we, we look back at last year, right, and, and just how everybody was excited. I know we were all excited in here, and we went down there, and I think our, like you said, maybe a few players were, weren't focused, uh, yeah. and it affected the whole team, and we just came out really flat, didn't play our game, and didn't really show up in that first game. And so I know, I know Coach Reese is thinking, you know, less about Southside really and more about us and like executing our game plan, focusing on what we do and what we can do. Um, and then, you know, you've got game plan stuff for Southside, right? You're going to know what they like to run, what formations they're running out of, all that kind of stuff. You got that, you know, in the back of your mind so that you can kind of coach your team, but you're also really more focused right now on let's execute. Let's get, let's find out what plays are working for us. Let's find out our identity as a team. And we, we didn't do that quite well last year. This year, I expect it. I, I expect it to to be much better, and I expect us to get the win tonight. John Davis. Last week at the Jamboree, there was a group of about twenty five people. I had no idea who they were. Yeah. Southside. Ah oh, yes. <laughs> Coming and, and scouting, yeah. huh? Oh, and yes. that to me, first game, they've obviously we didn't show everything that we're going to do offensively and defensively. But they've seen us, and we have to rely on tape from. Yeah, because they last played their year. jamboree in the spring. But I, you know, but let yeah. me tell you, I'll tell you from from experience. One of the best teams I ever had on the soccer team 
we uh, we were gearing up. It's going to be us and Randolph, us and Randolph. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, we were gearing up. We went to Randolph to watch them play their last game of the season, then turn around and we lost in the first round. We were going to play them in the second round. We lost in the first round and didn't get there. Yeah, and so because we were we were looking past, we were looking too much, and that's what I was saying. Let's not be worried too much about Southside. It, it appears they're really worried about us if they're all coming to yeah, coming yeah. to watch us in our jamboree, uh-huh. um, which we're not really showing a whole lot. Probably, uh, let's worry about ourselves. So to me, that I like that. I'm glad that they're out there. That they're that worried. That they're yeah. in our stadium watching yeah. us. So um, we've also played. They they had their jamboree in the spring. Right. Oh, you know, they okay. haven't yeah. faced live competition. Yeah. Prediction. I think we'll win. Um, so no, you got to give a score. I got to get a score from this guy because Joe is like almost I, pinpoint I've within three points. I've it, got one. It really depends on the weather too, man. I mean, yeah. if, it, if it's a muddy, I mean, if it's muddy and we can't get side to side with speed, I, ten to three. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you you don't you know, know that. Let's um, say perfect conditions. Okay, we'll just preface it on that. I'm going 33-18. Did you pick a random? Two random numbers for We're gonna miss some, he, people are going to miss some extra points. He's not, no, no, no. My, my Diego's not going to miss any <laughs> extra points. He's on point tonight. 33-18. 31-20. 42-14. Oh, I just, love the speed, man. Okay. I love the speed. I'm with you, man. I think this offense is going to be awesome. Uh, they put up 42 on New Hope in one half. Yeah. The varsity did. I think they can put up 42 against Southside in two halves. Regardless, we're excited. It is about time to kick it to the field. But first, Jeff and Greg. we need to let everybody know next yes. week. Oh, yeah, next week, college football. We will be talking college football next week. Excited. NIL, conference realignment, and at some point, actual football. And we're um, we are going to have a and segment. Tanks Bigsby. Yes. And we're, yeah, a whole segment for Tanks Bigsby, right? <laughs> and then an, another segment where we will uh, make a complete fool of ourselves. Yeah. By giving you uh, season record predictions. Yeah, for sure. Thank y'all so much. We are so excited to be back. It's the three and out pregame show. We're about to kick it to Jeff and Greg. As we told you guys last year, we'll tell you again take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Have a safe trip to Southside if you're going there or not. If you're not, be sure and listen right here on WTWX. Jeff and Greg, you guys take it.